Well, good morning. It's good to see you. Uh, thanks, Aubrey. Um, you know, since Sean told us in the spring that they were moving to Indiana, I've done a, a lot of thinking about what this transition might mean for us. And, and some of it is because um, we have known and loved for cared for Sean and Allie and their family, but some of it is just the nature of my work. I spend a lot of time with leaders and thinking about transitions and what to do and, and how to help, um, you know, with my clients. And so I thought I'd take a page out of Sean's book. I just left the graphic up um, because there's a, there's a passage here in Colossians that helps me so much in my work. And it helps me when I'm, I'm thinking through transitions for myself or my clients. And I'm, I'm hoping that it'll be able to help you a little bit, too. So thanks, Michelle, for reading this passage. I'm going to read through it again. But this time, I'm going to highlight and, and ask you to notice, too. And you'll see the underlined pieces. I may have gotten them all underlined. I'm, I might have missed some. Catch me if I, I didn't. But I want you to notice, and we're going to emphasize how often the word all, as in all things, or every, as in everything, shows up. So listen to it again and notice the, the repetition and the emphasis of that, that idea. He, meaning Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he's the head of the body, the church. He's the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. So all and everything are really big words, um, and, and it, it, you know, it just means everything. But sometimes it helps to get a little more specific. So just off the top of my head, I'm like, well, what counts as an all thing? So, so here's a few things. Money, time, friendship, yoga, sports, prayer, Paw Patrol, church, music, trees, fireworks, politics, learning, work, casseroles, it, everything. Like you, you, you get the idea that it, it really is all things. But one of the things that I've, I've noticed in myself, in an effort to, I don't know, get it right, be more faithful, follow God a little more closely, sometimes I want to create some categories. And instead of saying that all things matter, that everything matters, it's easier for me if I say, well, these are things that are God's and those matter. These are the things of the world. I can ignore that. I don't have to worry about that. And then there's sort of this kind of in-between space that I'm not quite sure about. So here's an example of what that might look like with this list. And again, this is just an idea of what somebody might think. Or at different points in my life, I have thought before I could pull it all together into the all things piece. So I might start with thinking, well, I mean, some things belong to God. Prayer? Good. That's good. Prayer's good. Church? Yep. That's great. Super. Trees? Eh, you know, probably. We've got some people in here, they love trees, right? God made trees, and trees are wonderful. Yeah, okay, so these th those are things to easy say, those belong to God. And there are some other things that I'm like, I don't know. That money. Mm. I mean, we get into trouble with money, don't we? There's power and greed, and uh, maybe money's worldly. 
with sports, unless it's your favorite team, in which case that one belongs to God. You know, we, we run into some of these sorts of things. Or politics. Ooh, politics are a mess. That can't be good. That belongs to the world. These are terrible things. And then we get to that in-between. We're like, well, you know, friendship, that's pretty good. But maybe some friends are better at making us more like God than others. And so maybe that's a little iffy or um, music. You know, I grew up in a situation where music was very clearly the sign. This music belongs to God and this music doesn't. And so, we're, you know, it's, it's just so much in our nature to try to, to find these things out. But as you go through life, you bump into some things like, well, maybe, maybe money's not all bad. I mean, I like eating. I like food. Food's good. Um, we need money for that. And, um, you know, we find things like in, uh, there's, there's lots of research around the world that's showing when women start businesses and they get some money, their communities thrive. Well, wait a minute. If money equals thriving community, then I'm, I'm not going to be able to keep that in the belongs to the world. And it's a bad thing. It's one of the reasons the Lighthouse does so much with business builders. Like, how is it that we, how is it that we reframe money and think about it in a, in a different way? Or let's go to the belongs to God category. Like prayer. That's super great, right? Unless you hear Jesus scold people about it. I mean, this was one of the places he got really angry. You say you're praying, but then he had some critique about that. Same thing with, you know, church and gathering. Um, like the most angry scene we get is the way that people are going about worshiping. So this thing that I really like to have my mind organized in these categories, it just doesn't work. The, the passage in Colossians has this line in it, that Jesus is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And that makes more sense to me, because... Anytime we go through life, again, we can see that some things are really working out and, yay, this is great, and something, oh, this isn't quite working, but, but we, need, we need a way to be able to think about it. So the way that um, it has been able to make sense to me, and, and this is what I really want to talk to you about, especially while we're thinking about ourselves in a time of transition, is a framework that has helped me understand this all things piece. Um, Here's, here's the four elements of it. And, and you know, it's not, it's not just understanding all things. For me, it's also how I make sense of the biblical story. It's how I make sense of how God's at work in the world. Um, and it's, it's really the reason that I'm a Christian, because I, I think the Christian story, more than any others, is, is able to hold together some things that sometimes feel conflicting in us and that we see um, conflicting around us. And so the first thing in, the, in this framework is to understand, and Colossians goes, I mean, it just really pounds on this, that everything is good. I mean, it all comes from God. Politics is good. I mean, to have an idea where um, people not only get to make decisions, but get to decide how decisions are made, baseline, politics is a good thing in the world. So is money, so is friendship, so is church, so is prayer, so is music, so is Paw Patrol. Um, casseroles, like all of it. It's good. That's, that's our baseline piece of the conversation. And we know that to be the case. Because sometimes you walk out the door and you hear the birds sing in the sunshine and you think, this is good. 
Also, everything is affected by this curse. So in Genesis 1, you can read about how everything's good. In Genesis 2, you start to see how things unravel. And um, the, the theological word for that is sin. But sometimes we think about sin as just a list of things you did or didn't do. But sin is actually a much bigger problem than that. It's, it's almost like in those old-timey stories where um, an evil sorcerer puts a curse on the things and it just settles. And, and that's what we're dealing with. So all of these good things are also tainted. They also have a problem. So politics is a good thing. Uh, but sometimes power gets away from people and it doesn't work out the way we think it ought to. Or um, church is a good thing. But then we get conflict with each other and we don't know what to do or we feel uncomfortable. Or prayer is a good thing, but then we don't quite know how to pray or we think there's only supposed to be one way or what to do. Or casseroles are a good thing. And then they have gluten. Um, Y'all do good with gluten. Thanks. Appreciate it. Some of us are trying to avoid it. But you you get the idea. So everything in our life that we have is this really good stuff, but we also feel this kind of tension woven together and and that's what life is is this pull between what's good and and then how things sort of ah uh, there's this kind of curse and, and, and it's intertwined and, and we don't we don't even quite know what to do with it and then we have this great um, reality of Jesus being present in the world so we have the life death and resurrection of Jesus which makes reconciliation of these things possible God's making everything new. He's making us new. He's making all of these systems new. He is at work in it. He is holding it all together. So we we don't have a God who's just like, everything's going to be fine. Don't you worry about it. We have a God who is present with us and says, I see what this is like. And I made it good. I see that it's hard. I'm going to be part of making it new, and you get to be part of that story too. And then the last chapter, which is not where we are yet, one day Jesus is going to come back, all of creation will be made whole, and there won't be this curse anymore, which is great news. It's it's where our great hope lies. But until then, here we are. Jesus is with us. We are with each other. And we get to make something new. So what does that mean for us if we we think about all things and we think about how Jesus is before all things and in him all things hold together I mean we can just look at our our time together last Sunday Um, for those of those of you who weren't here um, we said goodbye to Sean and Allie and Pax and Rhea and um, there's such goodness about their time here and each one of us would have a particular version of what made it good based on our experience and how we we did that but man last Sunday was terrible too crying sad um, painful Um, and we held those things together pretty well we did our crying we made our statements of gratitude we prayed good things into their future And we meant all of that. We held all that together. And that was an act of faithfulness. For us to pretend that the time wasn't good or that they're not headed into a new other good thing, that wouldn't be true. But neither would it be true if it wasn't hard and difficult to say goodbye. And so we're we're doing this thing. We're trusting 
that Jesus is in front of all of these things, that all of these things belong to God, and that he is holding it together and he's holding us. And that's the same for us in the, in the future, too. You know, we're headed into a hiring process, looking for somebody. We're excited to have Rosalind coming in. Thank you, Rosalind. And that's good. It's really good. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm so excited about what's next. I can hardly stand it. And I think Rosalind is, too, a little bit. Like, Ooh, what's this going to be like? At the same time, I'm a little bit anxious because well, we've got some things in front of us to, to find somebody else to have in this role, and there's going to be a lot of meetings, and sitting through meetings is not my strong suit, and there's going to be some decisions to make, and there's going to be some sticky parts, and um, that's going to be true too. But there's also this way that Jesus is holding all of that together, and he's holding all of us together. And even in this leadership transition, he is making us new. He's making whatever happens here in this building and in this neighborhood and in our lives away from here now. So that's the thing that I hope that as you, as you go through this week, when you bump into those things where it feels like something is all good, like, yeah, nothing could go wrong here, that you're aware. You don't have to be surprised when it does. It doesn't have to break you. You can just, oh, that's right. <laughs> We're going to bump into that. And when you're into things that are really hard, and some things are. Sometimes there is great loss and great pain. And that pain is so strong. Don't pretend that it's not there. But know that underneath it is that good that starts and that God is at work still making it new and making us new. And he's the one that's holding us all together. <laughs>